0: Hello out there, how are you doing? It's been a while. Yes, there's been a wait, not heard uh, from us. I still other other commitment, but we're back. And so, as a bridge before we begin uh, a new series of book revision or just some conversation, yeah, the I've just felt uh, quite some time now. I've had this written down in my study, but I've not had time to record that we should talk about the full armor of God. And so we're in a season that is becoming difficult. Things are changing, and um, the signs in heavens are just pointing to difficult times ahead, just as the scriptures have uh, forewarned us about the end time. That there will be signs and change in the heaven, in the weather, there will be rumors of war, there will be wars, there will be famine, and all of that. And we are now in, in that season. But worst of all, it's also becoming even a difficult time for us to be believers or to even pursue our role as Christians. Talk more of as Christian men. And it's just as if there's a attack and a battle against uh, believers and even especially Christian men. And there's a season God is also trying to bring back the remnant of men to come again to their role as also chasing and pursuing the things of God, providing leadership for their home, and just being that example. And so one of the things that can really help us to do that is the full armor of God. You know a lot of us have watched um, these medieval movies, the romance setting movies, you understand what the full armor means when the soldiers go to fight in war, you know galloping on their horses, they have to put on the full armor. You know, the, the the, the helmet, the the breastplate, uh you no know, the protector, their arrow, their javelin and even the belt to hook up all of this element together. But again this Bible already made us know that we no longer fight those physical fight. Again, even if countries are fighting, and don't have that, but the greatest fight and the greatest warfare that have been called to as believers and as Christian men is the spiritual warfare because the Bible says we rest not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against wickedness, against evil spirit in high places and in low places and all around us. And the way we can do that in the spirit is to put on the full armor. And that's Ephesians chapter number six from to the end, really laid out how we can put on those full armor. So today, we just just want to share with us, even from that study, what does it mean to put on the full armor of God? And so if you look at, I think there's one thing that is critical. You know, a lot of us might have read that scripture before now, and some of us, maybe you've not read it, you're not even yet a full believer. I will encourage you, get your Bible or go online to the Bible passage and read Ephesians 6, 10 to end verse 10 to the end chapter 6 verse 10 to the end and you really learn what it means to put on the full armor are you struggling with things are you feeling down and all of that then you need to put on this full armor and so let's just dive in and begin to just have conversation about what it means to put on the full armor one thing you need to establish first is before putting on the full armor you have to come to God in his strength not in your ability because God is limitless in strength he has all of the power one of the things is that we've created a society that, you know, you've tried to believe in yourself. Yes, you have to believe in yourself. You have to play your own part. But you also need to know that you, of your own, you can do nothing. You have to know that God is the owner of the whole world. Nebuchadnezzar learned it in a hard way. He learned it in a hard way when he thought he built the vast kingdom in his era. But God had to humble him that, no, even if you think you've built it, it's not in your strength. That is number one thing you need to do. Then the next thing you do is that you put on the full armor not just part of it. If you wear the helmet and you don't have the breastplate and you don't have the belt and you are not protected on your leg, you're going to be hurt there. Maybe be where the enemy will target and that is where your body will just rotting up and you die. And so it's better you put on the full for you to succeed. And I think this is one of the things I learned when I was going through the scripture again in, in July that came afresh again to me is that most times, we blame God, so I've come, I've given God my life. They've said that you come to Him, but why am I not succeeding? It might be because you're not putting on the full armor. So the enemy is still seeing ways to know no, to know to come in, they're still cracking the wall. And the Bible says, When you, there's a crack in the wall, and even it's, it's a known proverb and adage everywhere across the world that if there's a crack in the wall, the serpent will come in and bite. And so it's important that you put on those full armor so that you'll be able to succeed. And whatever that is, the enemy or Satan will bring our way the full armor we and can handle them. And so that's one of the reasons when I I came back again, I was just praying, God, how can we defeat the enemy? The enemy know there are different things he's doing in this end time. He just said, no matter what, put on the full armor. God that knows the end right from the beginning knows that no matter the strategy of the enemy, he must come through the full uh, armor point and that the full armor can keep you safe. You do that, just do your own, put on the armor, and let God do his own business. And so we need to wear, and we also need to understand who the enemy is. We need to understand his tactics, you know, because the enemies are broken down into three phases, or they operate from three kind of regions, unseen world, like evil rulers and authorities. Those are your enemies and in the sin world as mighty powers. So they appear, they operate in this world. In the unseen world, they are rulers, they are evil, no, they are authorities, but in the sin world, they operate as mighty powers. And that's why you see people boast of their charm, they boast of their ability or their connection. That is how the devil operate. Then in the heavenly places, they operate as evil spirit. In heavenly places, they operate as evil spirit. And so you need to know that is at that point, of the world. but the armor is also broken down to contact the enemy at this tree level and so you'll be in battle time to time and so but what you need to do the bible says, even towards the ending when you are put on the full armor and you win one battle you must not stop the ending of that passage said stand see say after you have won remain standing because the battle <laughs> doesn't end it continues on the day you leave this world even when you are not feeling it when you think you, are, you have arrived you are living the big boy life, you are known you're enjoying your life, you're enjoying your wealth, the enemy will still come. And so you have to be prepared. And so what are those things you need to put on? What are those things you need to put on? There's a six uh, solid armor, part of the armor that you need to put on. It talks about the belt of truth, the belt of truth. And so why it's critical? You might wear every part of the armor and you don't have your belt of truth. Before no one happens, easily everything can fall off because the belt of truth is Jesus Christ himself. Jesus Christ himself said, i am the way the truth and the life no one coming to the father except through me so do you know jesus do you wear him as a belt do you allow him to hold you together do you listen to him do you allow him to guide you and guide your decision and that is why it is crucial you put on your belt the belt you said, the belt of truth and so if you're asking what is the belt of truth jesus is the truth and so when you hold up to him when you just stay with him. He helps you to hold both the undergarment and the upper garment together. So, Jesus Christ is the center of it all. He should be the one that holds you and guides you. Then he talked about the body armor of righteousness. So, put on the armor of righteousness. And what does righteousness mean? Having a right standing with God. So, it means everything you make, every decision, every time you make things, you need to ask yourself. What would Jesus do? What would God do? Am I in right standing with God? And once you're in right standing with God, you are putting on the body armor of righteousness. Because it, And what does that do? It saves you. Know, when you wear the body armor, it guides your chest. It guides your heart. That means no arrow can pierce you. Nothing can come into your heart. So how are you guiding yourself with the word? How are you, you know, using it to protect your, yourself? How are you looking at Because you can't keep yourself. It means the only thing that can keep you sane and sound is Christ. And so you need to kick out pride you need to create self-righteousness when a generation that people think is all about their ability it's about their strength it's about their wisdom um, but the truth is that it isn't about your strength it isn't about your wisdom and that's why you know pride creeps in and like the story of Nebuchadnezzar that I was talking about that is what happened to him he wasn't guiding his heart and for now we say I Nebuchadnezzar I do this I did that I did that so there's a lot of pride in our generation there's a lot of people trying to pursue their own success want to be known everywhere there's nothing wrong that's the goal of god that will be known but just that the part in which we are chasing our to-be-knownness is the is is the issue you know you're trying to do by your power so people begin to get struggle people get frustrated when things do not work their way you want to walk in be known that you're working in the presidency you're working the high companies those are great and that's where we believers needs to be but the goal is that don't pursue it because you want to say oh yes i'm working in Fortune five hundred company i'm working in the big establishment i'm doing this nope if you're doing it you're doing it for yourself then you're opening up your chest for 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 heartbreaks you're opening your chest for disaster because you get those big job you work in a multinational company in big overseas establishment and you lose your soul because you've opened up yourself to a part because when you get there when the job begins to become frustrating you don't have that calmness of spirit you don't understand why you are there you pursue all of the money, big investment. You're working in a big investment bank. You're having all of the money. Yes, you are with the McKenzies of the world and all of that. Yes, you're with big companies, working with US government and Nigerian government, Canadian government, presidency everywhere, White House. Yes, those are great. You've met world leaders. Those are powerful. We keep all of those records. We have all of that. But the question is, do you have a right standing? What is the Lord leading you to do? And the Lord might be just leading you to, you know, to help some people. As you say, no, I cannot help, I know, I have to do this. I've seen people that that missed out of it. I remember the point, may God rest her soul. Uh, there's a friend that I know then, you know, in, in like a small church, she was called you know, to, to lead the choir then, and, but the children there were not good singers, they were not great. But the big church in town came, they wanted to pay her to go and be singing for them and all of that, they have all of the instruments. I know she was tempted to want to go that path, not to abandon the children God has called her to teach, to sing, "Ah, they are frustrating, they are not good enough, to go sing in that mega church because she wants to be known. But at the end, it didn't work out very well because when God has placed a mark on you, sometimes others might get scot-free and go away, but you won't get scot-free to go away. So you need to challenge yourself. That thing you are chasing, that thing you are pursuing, and that next position, that next thing or for who are you doing it? Do you have a right standing with the Lord? You really need to think about that, and it's important. But again, let's be clear here. God wants us to be the best. He wants us to be in those high places because we're the one that will bring change from that power center. But the thing is that you need to go with Him. And so don't get it all twisted or, or mixed up. So try and listen and understand what God wants you to do. Then the next one, I talk about boot or sandals of Peace, It just means about sharing your faith. The more you share your faith, the more it keeps you away from trouble. Because most times, some people will not even tempt you with some kind of things when they understand that this is who you are, you're not living a double life, you know, at, ho- at at work or at work. You don't want people to see you mingle with your Christian brothers and sisters. You want to mingle with the big boys, you want to play with them. But when you go outside of work, you mingle with your Christian brothers and sisters. But when you get to work, you don't want to have anything to do with them. You're setting yourself up for for, for trouble. You're not putting your sandals of righteousness. You have to put on your sandal of peace. Let them know who you are. It doesn't mean you have to stand in the front shouting, uh, uh, Jesus, Jesus, or just shouting. No, no, no. It shows in your life how do you wear your righteousness. How do you wear the gospel of peace? How do you come to spaces when they're talking, having conversation about even wealth or conversation about life and career how do you present yourself do you also show someone that that is frightening Did they also see you that you're always afraid you're always doing you, know, you need to share the gospel of peace let them see your calmness you don't have to pretend this invitation of building the sandal of peace is not about pre- pretense but it's about you knowing who you are if there's anything you need to pursue in this time, as a man, as, as as a believer, is to put on your sandal of peace. Is to put on your sandal of peace of your, your faith and begin to know, share the peace of God. This world, if there's any time that people need peace, it is now. Let them see peace in you. You are not frightened about anything because you trust the one you believe in that's able to do that with. You. But they see you that today you jump, you're frightened and all of that. They look at you and say, mm, "What's this one? What kind of believer is that?" And don't hide your faith. Don't hide your identity. You don't have to do it because they are doing it. You don't have to, to, you know, to become politically correct. This is what is happening now. PC Christians, it is not part of the faith. Never become a PC Christian. Never become politically correct. We have been called to speak in love, speak in care. And so, in speaking care, you just be yourself, do the right thing, but also wear your honor as a badge. Where your wear your, we your faith as a badge of honor. One thing it does is that it saves you from calamity, it saves you from trouble once you so share your faith. When they know what you believe in, when they know what where you stand, they don't come for you. Even when they come, they know that mm, we will not overcome because sometimes they want to try and try and so that's why you need to put on this full armor. And say the element of salvation. I know it must be mantled, to oh the Lord at all time. And so this is what marks you for him. And so the question is that you must be born again. Because when you become born again, you bear a mark over your head. Nothing can trouble you. And that's the element of salvation. But you must also know that it's a free gift. It's not about your work. It's not about what you do and say, ah, yeah, I did this, I did this. No, no, no. You don't do by work to end the element of salvation. It has been a gift that is given to you. But you have to accept it because if I'm giving you a gift and you're not accepting it, then it's going to remain with me. So that element of salvation is there. It's been released, but you need to bring your head and let the Spirit wear it on you. And you are kept, and that's the mark that the angels will see at every corner they look at and say, ah, what's happening to that brother? They can run. What's happening to that sister? They can run. And so as a, as a head of your own, are you putting on the element of salvation? That's the head you need to wear, not the head of oppressing or just trying to frustrate even your, your wife and your children. No. just trying to control them that's not it put on your element of salvation and be saved and finally said the sword of the spirit hallelujah the sword of the spirit is the word of God. Uh, you need to use it, Abba Father. You need to eat it. You need to apply it. You need to sleep with the word. The word works. Every part of the scripture is a living word that the Bible said in Hebrew, that the scripture is living and active, It's able to break even a lot the bones, the heart up to the marrows. And so that is what it's able to do. You need to eat it because with that you will fight. When the enemy come, you open your mouth and you release the word to them. You open your mouth and you release, you decree and you declare. You have to believe. You, know, you need to keep eating it. The one you eat today might not be sustainable for tomorrow. You just need to find a way and to keep eating and eating and eating and be prepared. And finally, say pray in the spirit. You need to pray in the spirit. You need to be you know, praying in the spirit and also need to be an intercessor. And after all, you say you should stay alert. So don't say, ah, yes, i put on my full armor. Then I'll stop there. No, once you put on your full armor, you need to be alert. And so remember, this cannot work. If you wear other armor, you wear all of your armor, but you don't carry your sword. What do you fight with? You fight with your sword. If you carry your sword and you don't have the element of salvation, you don't want, and that's why we have people that positive confession, people that uses the word and just apply, they do everything. But the question is, they're opening up themselves for trouble. The word might work for them. They might use it to get everything, material possession, positional possession. And But when the trouble comes is this, is that when, this, when there's an arrow is shot, there's nobody armor to protect them. They go down and they die. People say, oh, a Christian, that brother, why did he just die like that? It's possible he wasn't wearing that armor. Or you're not wearing the standard of peace. You no, know, you carry the word. And that's why here at workplaces, people come to tempt them and hear a believer has committed fraud or have run that company yes they were not wearing their sandal of peace to have guide them to have shared their gospel and send people away so you need to wear those complete full armor and also after all then the last armor we was talking about the sheet of faith you have your sheet of faith faith is like a sheet that you used to blow faith leaves no room for doubt if there's any time we are and the enemy is doubting maybe you have something you are applying for maybe you have all the promises he has made for you this is already september going and they're not coming to to happen, doubts begin to creep in. You begin to want to use your own knowledge and ability to work out your destiny, and that's why you need the the, the sheet of faith, faith to believe. No, I believe that God, you know. God will keep me. I believe that God will do it. And so you hold your shield. So I hope you've been able to learn one of two things about the full armor. You need it now, my brother. You need to put it on. And remember that after wearing this armor, there's three other things you need to do. One is that you need to pray in the Spirit. Learn to pray in the Spirit. If you don't believe in the ministry of speaking in tongues, you need to believe, my brother. It holds power. Go meet somebody. Ask the Holy Spirit in your room just to touch you or pray for... Ask any of your friend or or brother that is filled with the Spirit to lay hand on you and just prophesy into your life for the releasing of the Spirit. It's going to do wonders in your life. Then after that, you need to be on... An intercessor. Are you praying for others? Do you pray for others? Do you pray for others? Or do you just pray only for yourself? Learn to intercede for others. That is one of the ways that the full armor will also work. And the last is that you need to stay alert. You remember some of this sci fi movie when you wear it, it says, until you, know, you touch this or you grip it, the sword, it does not work. And so it is, after wearing this full armor, if you are not praying in the spirit, if you are not an intercessor, if you're not being alert, you might still go down in battle. But I pray that the Lord will cause us to stand, even with our full armor. So it's not just about the full armor. So that when you wear the full armor, you need to stand. When you stand, you need to you know, pray in the spirit. When you pray in the spirit, you need to be alert, and you also need to be an intercessor. May the Lord bless us. We are back, and hopefully next week, we'll begin on that series, and even that will help us as men. So until we meet again, remember, it's the Art1920 podcast, a place where we share nuggets from the scripture or from life, what God is calling us as men into, especially in this time and season. God bless you. See you next week. Remain alert. Remain an intercessor. And pray in the spirit after putting on your full armor. Bye.